first line of today's gospel is a startling statement that we often miss. The Baptist points to Jesus and says, Behold, the Lamb of God. Now, every first century Jew would know exactly what he meant. This one, this one, will be the sacrificial lamb for the forgiveness of all of the sins of Israel. This remarkable statement. So some of John's disciples follow, but in a tentative fashion. They call him rabbi, not lamb. Rabbi, teacher. They don't really get it. For what John says is just too much of a stretch for them. It's just a bit much. Friends, sometimes it's that way with us. You know, this Jesus, this faith, is sometimes just a bit much. I want to make it a little more manageable. I want to keep it reasonable. Kind of things that I can keep my hands on. A little control. Sometimes faith like a commodity that we own, that we're in charge of. Even the Eucharist, for many Catholics even, it's hard to believe this is really the body and blood of Christ. The real body and blood. It's just a bit too much. It's too big of an idea. I can't wrap my hands around that. I don't, don't kind of get it. So I dismiss it. Where do you stay, they ask of Jesus, because all teachers have a place where they teach from. So they go to be taught. And they stayed with him that day. You see, and that's where it all begins for them. It's where it begins for us. When we stay with him. Stay with him. See, this is where the disciples begin their formation. Where they begin to go beyond the mind they have. They begin to see more. You know, it's a kind of an intense thing Jesus brings them in. Kind of like, you know, when someone joins the army, they go to a boot camp and they learn and are taught and trained a whole bunch before they go into the daily life. It's like a sports camp in the summer or year where you prepare for the season with intense training. It's like a religious who goes to a novitiate and gets intense formation. Jesus is bringing them in to form them, to move them from rabbi to the lamb, takes away their sins. Not just a teacher. They, oh, I got teacher. I know teachers. I know about learning. But this lamb takes away sin. 
You know, in the Bible, the word for conversion, conversion, is metanoia. It's a Greek word, metanoia. And it means to go beyond the mind you have. To go beyond the mind you have. Our life in Christ is to transform our minds that we might receive something much bigger into our lives. Something we don't always can handle. Something bigger than us. What are you looking for? See, we all come here with our minds. <laughs> we all come here thinking. What are you looking for? Why, why are you here? What do you want out of this? Move beyond it. Stay with it. And let it happen. It's going on in the first reading. We may have missed it. Here's Samuel, this young guy in the uh, temple. He's kind of getting into the priesthood thing and learning his ropes. And uh, God speaks to him in his sleep and nudges him and wakes him up and tries to talk to him. And he doesn't know what it is. So goes to Eli. Eli, you, you calling me? And he goes, no, no, no. Go back to bed. So he goes back to bed and he gets this calling and he goes back to Eli. It's, a humorous, wonderful story. Eli kept sending them back to bed because they're missing it. <laughs> they're missing the voice of God. They're, it says in the scripture, Samuel is not familiar with the ways of the Lord. He's not formed in it yet. So he misses it. When I uh, was a junior in college, I spent a year in Germany, and my primary reason for studying there was to learn the language. So I went there, and I didn't know any of it. I thought it would force me to learn it. So when I first got there, I'm there, and all these Germans are speaking German. <laughs> and I don't understand a word of it, not a word. But there's this communication going on. But then I studied, and I got formed in the language, and I picked a word up and a phrase, and I spoke a little here and a little there, and I picked up the language. Because I got formed in it. Friends, God has a language. He speaks to us. And we got to be formed in it, to learn it, to hear it. God nudges Samuel at night. And he could be nudging you. He could be nudging you in your life right now, and we could miss it. We don't even know it's God nudging us. Think it's something else. Think it's somebody calling us. No. Listen. Be with him. Receive it. Learn his language. It says in the uh, Old Testament, in the scripture, that the revelation of the Lord was rare. But not today. We've been given the Holy Spirit. You know, this uh, whole idea of being formed, it's easy for us to make excuse. We could say, well, I'm a 50-something-year-old. I got kids and a job. I don't have time to go to boot camp or form novitiates. I'm young. I'm in college, high school. I'm busy. I got a lot of stuff. 
We don't have time for formation. Friends, we can, <clears throat> we can all go on a retreat once a year. Pretty much all of us could spend 20 minutes a day in silence before God. Lent is coming up. What are you going to do in Lent? Just go through the motions? Or could you choose something radical for your life? To challenge you, to stretch you, to go beyond your mind into something new. What about the ministries in this church? You know, we just started a new one. It's called Discipleship Resources. And right now we have books. We're going to have CDs and videos and things. And we got these amazing books by great Catholic authors. Augustine's Confessions, Peter Kreeft, how do you read the Bible? Robert Barron, Henry Nouwen. How about reading a book? Just a chapter a day. Just read something of the faith of these amazing people. You might be learning it, informed in it. We might go beyond our minds to something new. What are you looking for? Come and see. Stay with us. Be moved from rabbi to the lamb. I'll end with some words from Robert Barron, a bishop who says this. He says, faith is trust. Faith is an openness to what God will reveal speak, what God will do, what God will invite us to. It should be obvious that in dealing with the infinite, all-powerful person who is God, we are never in control. Gosh, that's hard. Not in control of it. One of the most fundamental statements of faith is this. Your life is not about you. You're not in control. This is not your project. Rather, you are part of God's great design. There's this so much more that we could be a part of. This great design. To believe this in your bones and to act accordingly is to have faith. When we operate out of this transformed vision, this transformed mind, Amazing things happen. For when we have surrendered to a power already at work in us that can do infinitely more than we ask or imagine, even a tiny bit of this faith will create an extraordinary difference. Let us come and be with him.